Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Walters Wanderings Travel Podcast. My name is Scott Walters, and I'm going solo today, as well as to next couple of days. My next three podcasts that I'm going to release today, tomorrow, and Friday, the 20th, 21st, and 22nd of April, are ones that are dealing with my recent vacation to Florida. So this is review number one. We're reviewing today the Old Key West Resort and the driving experience to and from Florida. So here we go. Oh, by the way, if you mention the Old Key West Resort, I'll throw in some wonderful uh, Disney gift cards so you can go ahead and enjoy some of the wonderful things that are at this resort um, or whatever resort you choose to stay at if you choose a Disney vacation. Here we go. The drive down to Florida was a real pain in the butt. Even with our friend, the Waze app, we were still stuck in D.C. area traffic, and it was traffic from the place that burns. As well, Express Easy Pass lanes in the D.C. area were all facing the wrong direction, and traffic going the other way was going much, much faster anyhow. So I am not sure what the Express Pass uh, people were thinking, but obviously they were not. So we uh, left at around 10 o'clock in the morning, a little later than I wanted perhaps, but we did not arrive to our hotel in South Carolina near the Georgia border until almost midnight. And we found ourselves to be in a dump, D-U-M-P. It was not what the description indicated at all. This was the quality inns and suites of Hardyville, South Carolina, and I could not even recommend it to my worst enemy. Well, maybe my worst enemy, but certainly to no one that would be a client or a potential client. It was terrible. If I started, I might not finish, so suffice it to say that I was uh, able to complain long and loud enough and was able to get a full refund, but still not enough compensation for the horrible time we had there. The good news is we got up the next morning, we ate at Waffle House, and we drove down to Walt Disney World and arrived at our resort, which is Old Key West. It is a beautiful resort. It's the original Disney Vacation Club resort. It was actually part of something that was called the Disney Institute, where you would take, like, master classes for a week, learn a new skill or a new hobby, and take that with you, along with Disney experiences, as part of your stay. But these rooms are indeed spacious. We had a one-bedroom villa, and uh, it was very large. Um, in fact, there might have been some wasted space. Um, the one key element to note at Key West Resort, that except for three or four buildings, there are no elevators. So if you have a second floor, or even a third floor uh, villa, like we had a second floor villa, you have to walk up the stairs. Again, only three or four buildings have elevators, because again, this was built a while back. Uh, before they thought elevators would be good, even in two- or three-story buildings. Um, Our particular villa had the one bedroom. It had a large living room with a pull-out sofa and a pull-out chair for beds. So the kids slept there, and uh, my wife and I slept in the king bedroom. Um, There's only one bathroom, and you have to access it through uh, through, through that bedroom. So what happens basically is, you sort of can keep the door closed, but you better not lock it in case someone needs to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Um, some of the new buildings have uh, 
the ones with the elevators, they have the bathroom so you can get in either from outside the bedroom or inside the bedroom. They could certainly put an extra door in. Um, there is facility to do that, but they haven't figured that out yet. But this resort is great. It's quiet. We had a great golf course view of the sixth hole of the Lake Buena Vista golf course, which I golfed on many years ago and highly recommend. The Disney golfing experience is a very nice one. Um, but that's a separate discussion for another time. If you're interested, let me know. I can hook you up with a Disney golf vacation where the golfers can golf and everyone else can go to the parks. Um, there is a lot of great things to recommend at this resort. They have a wonderful restaurant called Olivia's Cafe, which serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, the grits were actually very nice. I'm not a grits fan, but they had grits with breakfast and it was very nice. They also serve lunch and dinner. Um, there's also a, a quick service uh, attachment to it. Um, you can use mobile ordering, and you can go ahead and mobile order and then have your food by the big pool, which is an excellent way to have a nice lunch if you want to do that. Um, they also have a wonderful little bar called Gurgling Springs, and the drinks there are very, very nice and potent enough, but not uh, overdone. Um, and a friendly little vibe, and you can take your drinks out to the pool. They have a large pool with a uh, sandcastle-themed uh, water slide, which was nice. Um, families are enjoying that. There are also a couple of quiet pools in different areas. Where we were staying in our area, we had a two-minute walk to our little quiet pool where we uh, you, you could go swimming and just chilling out there. That's really, really nice. Now, there are other things. There's lots of recreational activities. You can rent a bicycle, or you can rent a two-seater or a four-seater Surrey-type bike. We rented the four-seater, and all of us had a chance to pedal. And we pedaled around for about an hour around the resort grounds. It was hilarious. I put up a video on my uh, regular uh, uh, regular uh, social media sites, my Facebook page at uh, Walter's Wanderings Travel. So you can look there. Um, it's really quite fun to do that. Just one note, the seats are set and they cannot be moved. So if you have some knee issues like I do where you cannot bend all the way up to a full flexation on a bicycle, um, you might have to leave the pedaling to others. So just a word of the wise. They have bicycle rentals. They have other things there. Um, it's really quite nice. And they even have boat service that goes to Disney Springs. So you don't even have to take your car across or wait for a bus. You can grab the boat and go to Disney Springs. It's about an eight-minute boat ride. It's really cute. You're dropped off at the marketplace on the uh, western side of Disney Springs, on the eastern side of Disney Springs, the eastern side of Disney Springs. So if you're going to the movie theater or to the uh, Splitsville on the western side, you do have a longer walk, but you can certainly take in all of Disney Springs and get back on the boat to go back to your resort uh, villa. It was a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, it's, twi it's quiet and tranquil. That's the keys. Um, it's very mellow. Um, again, we had the one-bedroom villa, which had the complete kitchen. So we brought in food, and we did a lot of our meals in the resort, which was great. Um, saved some money. Um, we did a couple of things outside. We did go to Switzville. We did uh, take a day at Universal, which will be tomorrow's podcast, and a day at SeaWorld, which will be Friday's podcast. So um, those are uh, things you can do. We actually did not visit a Disney park. I know, I know, I know. Amazing, right? But uh, it was still great fun. Uh, still a wonderful resort. I highly recommend it, especially if you're not uh, heavy into the parks. Because 
The transportation is uh, both to Disney Springs, uh, buses or cars to the parks. So you can take your own car to the park. If you're staying at the Old Key West, your parking is free at the parks. Um, you can take the buses. Again, you know, you're at the mercy of the bus schedules. Um, buses are running frequently enough, but um, you don't have as much freedom of movement as you would with a car. Although I always recommend that if you're taking the bus to Magic Kingdom, that's better than taking a car a lot of the time because you go to the transportation ticket and transportation center, which means you have to take the monorail or a boat across, and that takes another 30 minutes. So if you take the bus, you get dropped off right by the main gate. So now the trip back, well, it wasn't exactly seamless, but it was much better. The drivers, though, in the southern part of South Carolina leave a lot to be desired. That stretch of I-95, the first 60 miles or so, was just really ridiculous. In fact, our ways took us on a detour through deliverance country and took us back on the road after all the people who were driving slowly. Uh, we stayed at a hotel, a Holiday Inn Express, in Emporia, Virginia, which is right uh, north of the North Carolina border in the very southern part of Virginia. It met our needs. Um, there was a pool if we wanted it, but we weren't there for that. Um, they had a free breakfast, and we did do that. Um, and it was uh, well-situated right off the highway, so you went ahead and you could go ahead and get yourself back on I-95. Uh, on our way back home, we stopped at the University of Maryland because uh, my eldest daughter is looking at colleges. So we were able to do that without much difficulty and then get back up uh, the road back to New York. Uh, again, not too many uh, frailties and foibles going back home as compared to the southbound trip. And uh, we, yes, we did stop at Bucky's on the way down at Daytona Beach and on the way back at uh, St. Augustine. Um, and we do have to note that the gasoline prices of Bucky's were lower than the surrounding areas by quite a bit. And uh, just be aware that you want to put in the Gas Buddy app, the Gas Buddy app, as well as the Waze app. Gas Buddy can tell you prices locally or on your trip, or you can punch in a destination and it'll tell you where the cheapest gas is. And it's really quite helpful. I was able to save about 28 cents a gallon at one location because I found a place that was a half a mile away that was 28 cents less a gallon. So that's a significant savings if you're putting 15 gallons or so in your tank. So that'll do it for this edition of the Walters Wanderings Travel Podcast, a short one. Again, talking about the Old Key West Resort. If you mention the Old Key West Resort uh, to me, I'll get you a little Disney gift card so you can have a couple of drinks at the Gurgling Springs or maybe a little bicycle rental. And it's uh, really quite a, a great uh, location at the, that resort. And again, uh, it's very quiet and very mellow and very soothing. It's a great place to recharge and a great place if you're not doing parks uh, every single day wall-to-wall action. I appreciate you listening, and we'll catch you again for the next edition of the podcast. Take care and have a great day.